everybody to the Rev Match Podcast, the automotive podcast, which we're we're never late. We arrive precisely when we mean to. We are joined tonight. <laughs> uh, we are joined tonight by my homie Zach, who I've actually known for fucking ever, and he's got a sick ass Integra, and he just put a sequential in it. So we're gonna talk about it because um, you know nice. why not? Why not? Yes. Uh, as always, Fuck if you yes. haven't already, like and subscribe, hit notification bells. Buy merch, revmatchpodcast.com. Right? Jesus will love you more, and maybe your dad Buy will Buy all the merch. Come on. Maybe. We have a that blanket. That is true. We have a blanket. Go buy it. Go spend money on a you blanket. Can cuddle. You can cuddle with the Rev Match Podcast. That, Just saying. It's not exactly how that works, but... <laughs> we can try, um, but I don't think it's lame. That is, yeah. And also, yeah, join our Discord. It's There's a link in bio. You can come talk cars and shit and, like, whatever. We talk a lot of bullshit. We're fucking nerds, so you're into nerdy shit as in all the stuff that's behind me mike and timmy <laughs> yeah lots of nerdy shit lots, lots of nerdy shit lots, over here. yeah <laughs> you're like here's my here's my floor and that's where my hamster lives um, i can't tell you how much how many legos i have not built yet trust me it's bad dude I, I, i've bad? got like eight <laughs> dog you fucking guys dude you guys are the absolute one two three four five i got six boxes still of shit. I, past I still never bought the giant Ferrari. I haven't built it. It's sitting right there, just in its beautiful box. I built that bonsai tree, which was my father's day present. Because like the bonsai tree is sick. So I've wanted a bonsai like forever, and Jesse's like, you will never fucking keep that thing alive. Like there's no, no universe because they're like you know you have to be all delicate and like spray they're them temperamentals. And, like, fuck. Like, yes. Point them towards the west three times a day or whatever. And I'm Correct. Just, like, yeah. And it's just like, I'm not that guy, bro. So she got me a fucking Lego one and I can't ever kill it. So, yeah. And yeah, we finished that last night and the frogs and the flowers are fucking stupid. It's hilarious, by the way, that they decided to use frogs for cherry blossoms because they didn't want to make another piece. And the funniest thing about it, we're totally off on a fucking tangent. That has nothing to do with cars. But the funniest thing about it was the fact that it has to point out to you that it is the most frogs ever used in any Lego set ever in the book. It's like... <laughs> here on the top of the page 101 frogs it's like no shit like why the fuck ever? like what 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 other possible scenario would you need 101 fucking frogs in a lego oh set uh anyway hey, it's a big flex it's a big you're right you're getting froggy anyway like i said zach is joining us because he has this and i'm just gonna put it on the screen so that we can all kind of understand oh what is it Latest, latest vision of the Instagram app to see this type of mix. Holy shit, it doesn't let you show photos anymore? Oh my lord. Dude, dude that's Zuckerberg is a fucking cock knocker, dude. Anyway, we'll do it this way instead. This is Zach's car. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Um, ah. Ooh. So no, ah. I have I have I have a scumbag homie confession to make. Me and Jamal used to talk so much shit to Zach about we were like, sell this fucking car, bro, and go buy something with rear wheel drive, right? Because we were like, <laughs> we, he and I remember I were, the days. Yeah, he and I would be driving around in our shit boxes and my mismatched 240 and his fucking V6 Mustang. We were like, sell him, get rear wheel drive, so you can do burn- burnouts. And he was like, no. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years later, he's got that, and I have an Outback. So we'll see how this is. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, we see who's the, we see who is the winner there. So for the folks at home, Zach, that don't know, and I have brought up your car a couple of times on the show, but um, 
yeah, what's your name, age, sex, location, and what's under that hood, baby? What's going on? <laughs> oh my gosh. Jesus. You can take that any way you want. Anyway. I mean, it's, dude, my buddy, one of my good friends in California actually helped me build a lot of the fucking, like, custom parts on this car. Mm-hmm. Um, is this two-step, two-step motorsports up in fucking California. He did one of the engine builds for my car, actually the current engine that's in the car. He built the whole long block for me because I wanted everything blueprinted, balanced. I wanted everything. Car redlines at like ten two, now. Holy shit! So he did everything. Is there a video of that? Can we? Um, I do. I don't know if I put it up on my Instagram or not. I'm pretty sure it's on my phone somewhere. But Julio was in one of them. And fucking Julio. You're gonna have to get (laughs) that to us at a later date. No, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. If you can get it to me by by Thursday when this comes out, so I can like post a sound clip and also preferably with some of that sweet sequential noise that everybody. Yes, <laughs> yes, I will have to get a video of it. I've been having some issues with the car uh, these last, I think, couple weeks. It's been small little things that'll come up and down. Like he was talking about his RV twenty six earlier, yeah. just small shit that'll always pop up. I mean, it's race car shit. I took, yeah, do you, it's do you gonna daily break. drive this race car? So Alex can attest to it. Um, I actually dailyed this car for probably ten years. Forever, and bro. Like ever. I, it went through everything. Like when you went, had the buddy club exhaust on that fucking thing. Oh my! And it was fucking so God, loud. <laughs> he paid nine hundred bucks for a straight pipe, and it was. <laughs> it was oh just it, that was back when it was just a modernly like moderately built motor. Like it was just a built top end with a stock bottom end. It had. The old school JG ProFlow, four two to one headers. It was no cat, no resonators. It was just a straight two and a half inch pipe all the way to the back. Yeah. It, but I mean, the car is insane now compared to what it used to be. So. I so mean, yeah, what are what are we what are we what are we fucking with right now? Like how like I know at one point it was making a fuckload of power and you turned it down because you were like I don't need all. Let's, this let's turn back up again. It's just under seven hundred now, and it. That, I haven't even retuned it for Louisiana, which is a lower altitude. So it's going to make more power now. And it, it's moderately like conservative. It made The last time I dined on it, it made under 700 at about 16 pounds of boost. Fuck this man comes out and says, conservatively, I made 700 horsepower. Like, we in the, we yeah. in the South, bro. I haven't tuned it for Louisiana yet, so I'll probably make like, you know... The South is so fucking skewed. The South is so fucking skewed, bro. Like you tell people, like, oh, it's like 900 horsepower. If it's not four bills, it's not fast yet. You know what I'm saying? If it doesn't have four digits, it's not fast. 700 horsepower of a four banger. Like that is fucking ridiculous. I went pride in that shit when you say the 700. I make 700 fucking horsepower. Say it from your chest. Say with your chest. I mean, it's not 700 just yet, but I mean, it's. It's is getting a, there, and what fuel is that on? Insane though. That's on E85. Pump okay. or out of a can. Pump E85. Fucking wicked. That's what's going on. Corn life. Corn is on it. So you should put the DMR. Outback on corn. I will if there's ever a flex fuel kit. I'll fuck around and find out. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that that would be dope. Bro, I mean, you don't you even understand. Okay. Darton Darton tuned in San Diego, and they make a they make a custom flex fuel kit for any car. There you go, Alex. Look at that. Yeah, send he my car back right to up. send my car back. To, listen, dude, Mike's been talking me off a ledge for the last like eighteen hours. <laughs> I so. know he told me <laughs> we were playing Destiny when you were texting me. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> no, we're here to talk about Zach's. We'll talk about my stupid shit later. Um, yeah. So, okay. So, almost, se- so probably 700 horsepower. Once you hey, get over the crank, it. It, crank power, probably over 700. But that's I mean, like 16 pounds of boost. So, like, what, like, how much could you push through that engine before it's no longer happy about it? So, the motor's built for over a thousand. Cool. And so there's actually, I think in... there's motor build pics on my Instagram uh from two-step building it i don't remember i'd have to check but motor right now the way it sits is it's actually a d-stroke two liter and it's got the rotating assembly of a 1.8 but it's got the bore of a two liter so i wanted to do that because i can rev it a lot higher but still make the same amount of power as the two liter motors so it's basically like an rb30 with you know it's d-stroked so it's like a 2.8. And, it's like an RB28 yeah, or some shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there okay. you go. That's lit. Okay, so well, hold on. Back up just real quick. So yes, this car is crazy, but you've owned this car since 14 and day half one? Years. For how much? 14 and a half I met my years. wife in this car. Ooh, okay. So, okay. I mean, it's it's like... Did these you are old from school your dad? So my can, dad... Can you go back to that part. turbo picture, please? Yeah, one second. I'm sorry. Keep telling your story, but I need to look at that picture. <laughs> That was when I blew a head gasket. That was fucked up. Oh, wait. Does this have... This is not making any noise. Oh, Jesus. One of those is insane amounts of fucking RPM. Well, I can't hear this noise, but I know it's pushing through something. So I know it's going out, but I'm not going to let it play because I, I can't control it. But, um, cause, you know, just Red Match Podcast where audio issues come to live. Um, dude. Right. This is... Yeah. Are you still on Honda? So I just switched to Link, and Link is really cool because they have like a drop-in ECU that's a standalone. It fits in this the OEM Honda box, and that's pretty I have it's a pretty that's a pretty turbo, dude. That's a pretty big turbo for that little fucking car. <laughs> so Gret, uh, Garrett actually, I reached out to Garrett because. Borsma Racing up in Canada, they're a big time attack guy. So I have the front brakes on my car are actually from a limited. It's a time attack. Just he does grid life. He does global time attack. He's the limited front wheel drive record holder at the moment, and he sold me his old brake setup that he did the world record on, and it's been phenomenal. I actually hit a PB out at Willow Springs with them because I was able to late brake ridiculously, but. It, it's, what was the it's, time? What was the time? You can't just say I said a PB and then not tell us what it was. What was the time? So I was three seconds off of a GT3 RS. Oh, Whoa. nice. And I don't know it if he was going that. conservative or not. But, yeah, you know, there's no talent, right? But like, but I chased him around Streets of Willow, and it was great. It was fun. He was a really cool guy. I don't know his name. I really can't shout him out. But, I mean, he even helped me with, like, tire pressures and, like, a bunch of shit that made a bunch of difference in my car because... Even though his Porsche's rear-wheel drive, you know, tire pressures affect pretty much every single car that you drive yeah. on the track. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people don't get that. You know, cold and hot tire pressures make a huge difference. Like, I found Absolutely. the sweet spot for my car, and Absolutely. I just kind of kept it. So, I mean, I, shit, if it ain't broke, dog. And you know even going down to the wing, like, Voltex is one of the only companies in the world that actually, like, you know, puts their stuff in a wind tunnel on every single car that they build. And... I had the wing too far forward, so it was creating too much downforce in the rear end, and it was dragging the car real bad, so I actually had to pull the wing back. And even though it was turbo, 
it still made a huge difference in lap time. So I it's, believe it. It got to that point where I was just tinkering with the car more, trying to make it faster. And I got to the point where, like, I had to slow myself down because I was pushing the car. I was pushing the driver talent a little too far. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not the car. You can you can get a really fast driver and, and like, a stock CRX and just blow everybody away. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you could, yeah, you'll run out of talent before you run out of power. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I mean, that's – especially with 700 fucking horsepower, you absolute maniac. So is yeah. that is that is that like the goal now is just doing time attack like doing track shit that's that's like your primary focus with the car? That's where I, that's one reason why I put a sequential in it. It's just so much easier to just slap the shifter back and forth. And it could be a roll race car, but to be honest, I have to switch turbo setups. I have to do everything. The car's actually getting a hood exit. It's going back out the hood again. And Hey, I, I just don't like the drone in the interior when I'm driving it on the street. So just and shove it out the front of the car. <laughs> so it's either going to go out the fender, the bumper, or the hood. and Or I was going to do some gangster shit and put it out the side skirt. Hey, <laughs> I like the side skirt. The idea. side skirt, the side skirt. Like, so what side, so what side does your hot side terminate, driver or passenger? Passenger. Oh, that's perfect. You just, yeah, yeah. you just run it out underneath over there. Yeah, I was gonna run it out. I was gonna do so. I have a three and a half inch downpipe all the way to about the all the way to the back, and it's turned down right by the rear axle, which is annoying as fuck. And, three and a half. So I'm just gonna do the okay. oval pipe since Vibrant Performance made an oval exhaust, and right. it clears the bottom of the car. So Got I'm just it. gonna do that. Oh, Jamal, oh, what's up, buddy? What up, guys? What this in guy. Hand. Fucking oh. what in hand. Look at that. Look at my boy. <laughs> but no gazebo. Uh, you ain't got no volume, dog. You ain't got no volume. There you oh, go. There you go. Uh, oh, it's there. It's just quiet. Just gonna, we're just going to expand our boundaries of this chat a little bit so everybody can see what the fuck's <laughs> going on. <laughs> there we go. Hey, look at that. Everybody can see everything again. <laughs> um hey jay did you know that zach's fucking integra that we tried to talk him out of for a million years makes 700 goddamn horsepower yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> what it, like what you knew you, you knew what like what are we doing <laughs> like what the fuck the fuck are we doing um okay so <laughs> what the fuck are you saying You're so quiet and like muffled one second you could go back in time and just trade in the Outback for an Integra, not a new Integra, an old Integra, and just do what he's doing. I no, could. please don't. You'll just uh, you'll put yourself in so much misery because like, I, I love my car to death, but holy fuck, like I could have bought a house. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is, but listen, you can sleep in a car. You can't race yeah. a house. <laughs> Accurate. It's true. It's a, it's a fact one. Like so, I added up all the receipts over the last 14 years, and I've spent close to 90 grand. Like, oh, we. Yeah. I mean, and it's not too bad. So, so, how many different setups have you been through, though? So, yeah. Alex pretty much saw all of them. I did. And I saw a lot of them. Alex and Jamal saw all of them. When I went with them up to Wickfest, it was a regular GSR stock motor with a header intake, pretty much bolt ons, and the Buddy Club. And. I I don't know, I yeah. grenaded that motor. Probably three months later, I sent a rod through the fucking pan. And I laughed when I did it because I knew it was going to happen. But 
It, I mean, it happens. The, motor, the original motor had 227,000 miles on it. So it's a oh, it's yeah. a B20. It's no longer VTEC, though, right? Didn't you? It's VTEC still. It's still VTEC. So the motor itself, it's the original head, GSR head, but it's fully it's CNC port and polished. It's got a stage. It's Pro One cam, ferro valve train, titanium titanium retainers, titanium springs, titanium valves, CNC port and polished. The intake manifold CNC port and polished to match the head. The gasket for the intake manifold to the head is matched to the ports. It's three and a half inch intake, uh, or three and a half inch charge pipe all the way to a Gretti intercooler. Um, the internals is manly turbo tough rods. Uh, it's a stock Type R crank. Aries just flat top outlaw pistons. It's still the original RS machine block. Shout out to them. That motor's been in my car for. It's 11 years now. Jesus. So that, that sleeve has never dropped. It's never given me head gasket issues. I've never lifted a head unless the gasket went bad, which it has before. But, I mean, my old turbo setup, which was an old school competition, uh, it was a 64-66, and that was when it was a drag car. Uh, I think my fastest on that motor was 947 and 160 miles an hour. What no shoot, fuck? no cage. It had full interior, and I drove it home. Oh, oh that's so, so like Zach's been a maniac for like ever. When I ever. tell you, like when I tell you that when we would run the canyon, he would be an inch from my bumper. I am not exaggerating. Like, I could never see it. You would push my car. I remember that. Oh, fucking God, dude. I felt so bad about that shit. I fucking... Jamal's Mustang had marks from my Integra front bumper on his back bumper. He would just be like, we would... Listen, we really thought we was doing something out there in GMR. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because Alex... Me and Alex were going real hard one night. And I still remember this. He caught dirt. I remember this. I remember this. I caught the dirt, but I was coming into the corner way too hot trying to catch him. And I spun real hard. My wife was in the car. I actually I dropped this. the rear wheel off the canyon. Pulled it and back up. I pulled the car back on the road. And I he saw me slow down, so he turned around and came and got me because I was just freaking the fuck he out. Was, yeah, it was. he was like spinning on like... GMR is like Mosquito Ridge level sketchy. We used to run it at night. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, like yeah. only at night. <laughs> we never ridge. That's a horrible I'm, fucking idea. I've mean, never dude, seen that road in daylight. We did it every Friday and Saturday night for like three or. I think it was like yeah, it was, it was a long time. It was a long time, dude. Like I fucking we lived on that so goddamn. Much gas. Oh, dude. <laughs> and we were so stupid. We used to like, dude. We used to like run up the mountain at like ninety-five miles an hour because it's the fastest my piece of shit two forty could get up there. And then, like, pound 40 is a smoke of blunt, and then bomb down at 115. Yeah! <laughs> it was great, though. I mean, I, I enjoyed I it all the time. I've never done that. I mean, yeah, it was so much fun. It was a ton oh. of fun. And, and yeah. As long as Julio wasn't behind me, I was cool. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> Dude, that guy. Julio's tail lights, like, Julio's headlights in your rearview mirror, he's so squirrely. It'd be like, oh, God, he's going to hit me. He's gonna Dude, it's like yeah. one of those chicks, like, trailer park chicks in Louisiana, bro. Their eyes go in different directions. Like,. <laughs> Yeah, it's you just want to be like, Bink. <laughs> dude, it, it's like a so TV, bad. Like fucking smack it, realign that shit. It's so funny, dude. Like magic eight ball eyeballs. Yeah, it. No, it was. 
that shit, that shit. So yeah, we we spun out that time. There was that night. With this part was this one was really sad. We were cruising up, and then like a group of bikers come down and they're like flagging us, and they're oh, like, fuck. they're like, that. have you seen a dude on a blue R six? And we're like, nah. Yes. They're like, he should have been in front of us. And I was like, bro, we just ran from the bottom of the mountain. I haven't seen anybody. Like nobody. He was at the bottom. Yeah. You remember that one night when that Outback crashed into that tree? No, it wasn't Outback. It was a WR. It was a WR. It was a WR. Yeah. This dude full locks it. Kim blocks it around the corner and just flies into a tree. And we're like trying to train chain. Yeah. 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 He was there. Zach was there. He hits a tree. He rolls it into this like weird ditch. He gets out and he's like, ah, I'm the shit. And then everybody's like, turn the fucking car off, dude, because it's like about to catch on fire. It's upside down. He like, turned the fucking engine off, dude. And he's like, oh, shit. So he has to climb back in the car. And then he has to call his dad from the top of this mountain at three o'clock in the morning. Like, hey, I fucking rolled the WRS. And this is it was a GB hatch. And this is like 2010. So it was a brand new WRX wagon. Yeah. Oh, he got his ass in trouble. 10 out of 10, bro. Remember that one night. It was you on that night I spun about coming by behind you. Uh, you got pretty worried about it. Then you see me fly up Ridge, and yeah, you're like, like, "Oh, he's fine. He's fine." And like, <laughs> like GMR was sketchy, and then Ridge Road is like, it's worse. You don't care if you live yeah. or die type sketchy, right? Like single lane, yeah. no guardrail, six thousand feet down. Any way you look at it, like you know what I mean? Like just fucking. Yeah, Julio almost died on that fucking shit. He fucking mean- he went up with some dude in a fucking FC. That didn't I remember know how to drive. that shit. I, the red yeah. FC. I remember that yeah. shit. I remember it was that teeter tottering on an embankment. Like Fuck, it was like teeter tottering. So that yeah, this dude. So there's like a, it's a decreasing radius right hander, but you can't really see how tight it gets on the back end until you're already nope. in it or you know it, right? So he yeah. goes in at full steam, and the RX7 just goes onto a berm, like, and it's just <laughs> rocking, and over here is just straight mountain. And then it's so sick. Yeah, <laughs> like, fucking idiot. Fucking you remember <laughs> do you remember bro? Do you remember when he drifted yeah. up the fucking ridge road in his open diff S14? <laughs> and then the dude, the dude, like the dudes from Rev Clothing were up there and they had their six hundred horsepower, like this is so it's six hundred horsepower, like 2010 E46 drift car, right? Yep. Full fucking like pro two car on the mountain. And the guy, they're all sitting up there partying or whatever, and the dude's like, if you can do that again. I'll let you drive the 46. And I looked him dead in his eyes and I was like, that is the last fucking dude you want driving your car. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you want to throw $150,000 off a mountain, that's the guy you go see. Like, do not fucking give them. What he just did was a pure accident. Yeah, exactly. For sure. Yeah. His S14 was so jacked. Dude, Dude, this motherfucker had, dude, he used to, he had no, his wiper motors wouldn't work. So he'd have to like crawl out the window while he's driving and wipe the fucking window with the microphone rag because he couldn't see out of it anymore. Do you you remember when he like refused to put a new tire on it? So he put like five cans of monkey snot in the tire. Yeah. (laughs) I almost crashed into the back of you that night because fucking you slid through all of his shit going into the underpass. God, my God. So we're like. He was like, I want to go. I want to go. I want to roll. I'm like, listen, dog, if you want to throw five cans of monkey snot in this bitch and see what happens, like, I'm here for it. Like, whatever, right? Let's do it. So we pump it up. We pump it full of air. We get five miles down the road and it just lets go, dude. <laughs> and it's just all it's this because he rolled money. out of the Chevron fucking like 7,000 RPM. Yeah, like, for, yeah, right? It's like, my tires better hold on. Let's do a burnout. You know what I mean? It's just fucking. Uh, Julio so, was balls to the wall, bro. Like, he was ridiculous. That's for no one. Reason. That was one way to put it. But yeah, so he pulls out. 
I have to hit my brakes. I slide through his monkey snot and bump into the back of his car. And then he leans out and he goes, hey, just push me since you're already there. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So he just pushed his fucking piece of shit into some lot and then went and hit the mountain anyway. (laughs) Like right after that. It's like, okay, okay, that's what we're doing. Yeah, so this is... This is like the shithead stuff we grew up doing. Was like with cars. Dude. I like, actually painted that car. I remember like, you painted that piece of shit. Okay. Yeah, I would. I go actually around. did really nice after that, but it For was what still... it was. Yeah, it was still a turd. <laughs> it was. He tried to rebuy it. Like that's the way Julio is. Bro, love the guy to death. Not exactly the master of aesthetics. I don't know if you remember his Evo, but anyway, enough shitting about people who aren't here to defend themselves. Gold, uh, wheels. Gold, no, gold, <laughs> gold wheels and a giant socal evo sticker on the bumper but whatever he actually owns socal evo now i know he does that's but it's just but he doesn't own an evo then again i own I an automotive podcast and i drive a wagon so whatever um it's <laughs> a great point it's a great point so anyway man so how much did you find on this spend on that fucking sequential i, I have to know like i really need to, like what are we talking here dude so I worked with DMRR out of out of Ireland because Quaif doesn't really sell their transmissions to the public. They have are, to have a race team or some shit. Pretty much. So DMRR out of Ireland, they build B series sequentials, and then Momentum Motorsports in the UK builds the K series side of it. So there's only one shop in the world that sells this transmission. And it irritated the fuck out of me because they're in Ireland and the time difference is so retarded that I had only had like a it's four so hour unfortunate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and it got to that point where I just I hit him up once a day for like two and a half months, oh, just trying to like get gear ratios together because I still wanted to have some type of mile per hour on the back end. Right. And I ended up paying like thirteen five. This transmission. That's not. I mean, that's, that's not, not bad, bad for sequential. Not bad. That's not bad. And for like the one shop in the world, it's the size of a brick. It's okay, not. Did, does that include shipping? Yeah. <laughs> does that include shipping? I mean, that's listen, from problem. Ireland, from Ireland, that's fucking nothing. That's not nothing. But I mean, because the reason uh, why is that the only other barometer I have for like what a race-ish transmission for a four banger costs is Gurney's car, and he has a dog box in his car. Not a sequential, and he paid twelve, and it was so, in mean, the like, states. Dog boxes are the same thing. It's like it's still a dog engagement transmission, right? It's, it's just it's, it's, it's it has a sequential okay. shifter on it. Yeah, exactly. So right. I mean, like it's relatively the same thing. I mean, it's just when I the first time I put this car out on the road, this car clunks like a motherfucker now, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah. it's just the dog engagement gears are awesome because you don't need to use the clutch with them, right. and DMR was cool enough to create their own billet shifter for it. So it's they made their own shifter setup, and instead of having the actual fucking shifter rod go underneath the car, bolt to the transmission, this goes through the firewall directly to the transmission, and that's how it shifts now. So there's no like bushings or any of that stuff that can go bad. So it's just a it's a solid it's a solid setup. It just costs money, and a lot of people don't want to do it because, I mean, you lose some drivability, right? Like some daily drivability and shit. I mean, like for me, I put the flat shift on, flat foot shift on it, and it's stupid. Like, it sounds like a jigsaw going on the highway. That's so right. Like, There's like Zach. Why are there no photos of any of this shit on your Instagram, bro? I want to see this shit. 
and I know that you sent some. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can take the ones that you sent to me and like put them in the thing. So no, continue, continue on. But, <laughs> I mean, over the years, like this car, the full setup on it, it's got full aero. It's it's a splitter. I can't get a hold of the company anymore. It was a, a small company out of um, California. Um, it's it was one of the first integers in the United States that had TC one hundred five X's from Wed Sports on it in that color. It was. Mm the only one in the world that I know of at that time when I got them. Um, the front end has a backstory. I actually had a bug eye front end on it before, but a GTR hit me on the freeway. I remember this. So he ripped the front bumper off, broke both my headlights, bent one of my fenders and ripped part of the radiator support out. And I had to rebuild the whole car. He actually bought the front end for me because he was like, well, we can go through insurance or I can buy you the parts to fix your car. I know a guy. I was like, all right, cool. Like, this is like a 25 year old dude that had tons of money. So perfect. Is, it do be LA. <laughs> so like, right. he, painted, uh, he painted the front end for me, got it That's put cool. on for me and did everything for me. So I wouldn't go through insurance because I'm pretty sure he was too young to be owning a GTR anyway. And it was an R35. So back in those days where they were expensive as hell. Can't confirm. Yeah. It would have been bad. Would have been real, real, real bad. But um, yeah, that's fucking yeah. It's like there's so many fucking stories that I remember. Yeah. Like okay, this is fucking. This is it's funny now. I know you were really upset about it at the time, but it was funny for everybody else when it happened, and it's I'm sure it's funny to you now. We were making a left one time, and it was a squad of us. There was like nine of us that night. We're rolling on, and we're all just. You remember? The, you remember the shit? We're just chilling. We're not even going. We're not even going fast, bro. We're just like taking a left turn off of it. We were sitting at, at a light at a left turn lane. Light turns green. We all go, and then for some reason, Zach hits this fucking left, and it's like gravity oh, picked pick this fucking car up and yeeted it into a telephone pole. Like, it was the most ridiculous thing. Nothing got hit on the car except the wheel, which yeah, made no yeah. It was so weird. It was like, I watched it happen right in front of me, and if you fucking held a gun to my head, I could not explain to you what the fuck just happened. Like, I, oh, I went back. And Zach got so mad because we were all like, dude, what were you doing? He's like, I was just turning left. He's like, nah, you were shot. I'm just fucking turning. Like, the car fucking dude was like, nah, bro. Yeah, like, come was so There's eight like, of us made it fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was wild, bro. That was, was yeah. Bad. I was literally right behind you when it happened, and I couldn't, for a million dollars, I couldn't tell you how the fuck that happened. But it just, oh, uh, I still can't to this day explain why the fuck my car decided to do whatever it did. I don't know if a part let go or something broke on the rear end when I came around the corner. I have no idea because... It was so funny, though. I mean, it, like, again, it's it's funny now. It wasn't funny. It is now. Because you had, no. you had Mugen wheels on it. I knew you were really bummed about the wheel. Yeah. And, and that type it's of shit. My, it's still my mom's fucking plant holder. That wheel? Yes, yeah, she's she keeps her spider plants on that shit. Like, <laughs> I still have that wheel on my balcony. That's fucking like, rad, dude. I mean, that's the thing that's really interesting to me, to me about like like this car is like when we were younger, you were putting like nice shit, the nicest shit you could afford on the yeah. car, right? Like he had Mugen Wing and Mugen wheels, and you were like you were doing like fucking paint work in the front of your house and like shit like that. You know what I mean? Like just doing odd jobs here and there. And he was like, just throwing all of it into this fucking Integra all the time. And we're like, what is this kid doing? This, this is what he's doing. So yeah. don't, don't listen to your parents, kids. 
work shitty jobs. Don't listen to your all... friends either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your friends are <laughs> fucking wrong. How many cars? How many cars did we try to get you to buy instead of throwing money? He's like, dude, you could have bought this by now. It's like, no. That's true. I mean, I could have bought a lot of things, but this car has a lot of sentimental value. My dad bought it brand new off the Acura dealer lot in 2001. Hell yeah. I bought it off of him after high school because I dropped out. And his deal with me was if you pass high school, you get the car for free. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, that didn't fucking work. <laughs> but, <laughs> How um, much you want for it? <laughs> so I bought it off of him for 5500 bucks, And Jesus. that was a lot of money to me back in the day. Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. I mean, tax that I've kept it all along and it's actually about to get taken apart fully again and I'm going to repaint and acid dip the whole chassis, reseam seal everything, restitch weld the entire chassis. It's getting painted a deep blue pearl off the R35. Oh, good color choice. Hell yeah. Good color choice. Yeah. It's so, interior door jam. Are you, are you doing that yourself? Yeah, I'm doing it all myself. Fuck. Zach's been doing paint work since we were like right out of high school. Like Oh, yeah, like, acid like, dipping in the seam ceiling. I'm not gonna do. I'm gonna have a, a frame workshop do it. Yeah, for sure. But, but everything else, it's like when I met a guy. I met a really good friend of mine out here uh, in Louisiana. He's got an R3. He's the guy I was talking about earlier. He's got an R32, and it's just one of those gems in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah. I was at a small car show of like maybe 20 people show up at this advanced auto parts in my town. And Is this the blue one, by the way? Yeah, the fucking Bayside Blue R32. Yeah. And he bought that car four years ago for 25 grand. And, oh, yeah. you know, it, it's just like me and him clicked. We were good friends, like, off the bat. And, like, I keep my car at his house now because when I was on deployment, uh, my car sat outside for seven to eight months, and the, hey. the paint was just trashed when yeah, I got back. Yeah, fuck yeah. That sucks. That fucking blows. So, I, yeah, d- I mean, yeah. I remember this kid fucking painting his Mugen spoiler with rattle cans and like paint matched it to his car. And I was like, how the fuck? Yeah. That's crazy. Like, how the fuck do you even, how does one do this? <laughs> like, He's the whole reason like, I rattle canned my car in the driveway. I was like, dude, I've seen somebody do this before. That was at like, Jamal's house. the original. Freaking transmission. Like, that. like six hours. That was oh so god! Cool. I mean, you busted your knuckles and like cussed out the whole like apartment complex. Like everybody was like, "Who's that guy you have out there? Like, is he like what's wrong with him?" I was like, "Yeah, he kind of like busted his hand on my training. He's really pissed right now." And he was like, "Well, he's cussing so." I was like, "Bro, you go talk to him. <laughs> you want to go so, talk to him? I go talk to him. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let him do his thing." Are you still... just like doing this like at your house, or do you have like a shop where you're doing all the work and shop everything? Now. Okay. Like yeah, it's a. It, I, I went a little bit more legit. I mean, I still do some sketchy shit sometimes, but it's, <laughs> when I it, when it, I tell it, you, yeah, when I tell you he used to paint cars and like do paint work in front of his house. I mean, he lived in an apartment and he would do it in the street in front of his house. <laughs> yeah. And he did kind damn fine work. Damn fine work, like no lie. <laughs> well, you were the mobile paint guy that dealers used before dealers used mobile paint guys. Except yeah. the dealers are just the homies in the neighborhood with five hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, I got a GTR I need to talk to you about. It's to the point where like the paint you see on the car now has been on there I don't know how many years and I painted it in a garage. Like yeah. It's it's all in prep work. It's how you prep I'm the sorry. car. Like, yeah. if you actually spend time to prep it and do the work on it, it's it'll look great no matter what. Like I painted I painted the car with a fucking Harbor Freight paint gun. Like, I love that. like it's 
like I've got more legit stuff now, but I mean, it's, it's getting to that point where like, I want the car to be aesthetically look good yeah. and I'm done with it almost like I have a digital dash coming for it. All new sensors coming for it. Um, it's pretty much done as far as there's a NASCAR old school NASCAR rear brake setup. I'm going to put on it and Ooh. it's, okay. it's, it's going from one piston to a two piston rear. Bad thing is I won't have my e-brake anymore. So I have to find a way to fabricate something so I can have my OEM e-brake again. But, or do something stupid and baller and put like an electric e-brake on it just for the fuck of it. Because it's like if you're going to have drive-by wire and boost by gear and traction control and the whole other shit, might as well have a fucking electric parking brake while you're at it, bro. So, I mean, the guy that's going to tune the car next, actually in the next couple of weeks, so I'll have a dyno video up for you guys on that. Um, it's down in Houston. It's called Stupid Tuned. He's a really good Honda tuner. He's probably one of the best Honda tuners in the United States. Yeah. And he does everything, though. He does, you know, 2,000 horsepower Supras, RBs. You know, he's he tuned with T1 up in Dallas for a while. Um, guys know their shit. It, so the car used to be tuned by T1 and Tony Paulo up in, in Dallas, but he no longer like messes with cars he doesn't build. So, I mean, which is understandable because everybody's well, like, that makes sense. That well, plus, sense. especially when you see what they're doing with like GTRs and Lambos and Audis and shit, he's just like, he's in that like, you know. So he actually offered to help me with my car because I used to be tuned by him. Oh, that's and cool. he was just like, look, man, he was like, you got to drop your car off at my shop and I got to go through everything. Yeah. And he was like, I have to fix everything that's broken. I don't want people. He's like, I I understand because everyone's like, oh my God, your tune broke my car. Like, no, motherfucker. It's not how it works. Yeah. Like, that's a man that's been roasted on the internet way too many times. Yeah. And yeah. he's building $500,000 GTRs. Like, yeah. I he don't expect this, him. He built the six second one that just, it just broke the fucking record, right? The Lambo I watched one. It. I watched it happen. And that was, I was down at 2K when Ricky broke the world. I think it was like 237 miles an hour. In the standing quarter mile. So if you haven't seen the video, it, it was from like two or three Ooh. months ago. And it's a black GTR R35 and a twin turbo Lambo. Oh, and dude, that video is mind blowing. Yeah. So the Lambo is out on him, like two and a half cars. And he mm -hmm. just reels this motherfucker in like he's standing. This is a 2000 horsepower Lambo. This is not a fucking joke. This is a fast ass car. And he just reels this motherfucker in like it's no big deal. And somehow still hits yeah. the world record starting that quote unquote slow. Craziest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. The track was actually shortened for the event. And so they broke out UG, which I'm not going to talk any crap because UG builds some amazing Lamborghinis. Yeah. But they were all, you know, T1 and UG were going at it a lot because they're two of the top dogs in the roll racing world. Right. And. They came out, went 2.30. Everybody was like, oh, my God, it's crazy. And then Ricky came out and blew almost 2.40 without his nitrous on, by the way. I'm just like, y'all know that. He had, I think, a 300 shot left. What the fuck? So the car made, the car makes over 3,000. Like, okay, I just found a bit. I've not seen the show. That's my yeah, modeling. Yes, <laughs> you have. Let me, it's is been it, in the weekend drives so many it's, times. Yeah, it's the t it's on. Is it on T one? Oh, is that? Oh, yeah. Yes, the one that like oh, yeah. the brake boosts and it just like takes off and yeah. so like he jumped out on him and it, like roll racing, you're not gonna get the start perfect ever. Like so, this dude like he just 
nails it and blows by him and doesn't let out. He let out, I think, a couple, I think like 100 feet before the finish line and still turned a 237, like, without the nitrous on. That's so fucking it's like, wild. That's it, nuts. Uh, so give him a couple of passes and then put the squeeze on and Jesus. Well, it's like, if you ever, if you ever, like, I'm, a lot of people aren't into Honda stuff and I get it because, you know, Honda people have bad rap as back in the day type stuff but if you ever follow somebody called speed factory racing uh i have some of their parts on my car they're the fastest honda all-wheel drive and front wheel drive sport front wheel drive in the world they went 747 at 210 miles an hour in the quarter in a front wheel drive honda and they just broke the world record again for all-wheel drive they went 690s at 201 So fucking it's like stupid. absolutely fucking ridiculous. I'm trying to find um, a video of this shit. <laughs> oh, okay. I've been waiting to ask somebody this. Zach. So the new Integra. <laughs> oh. Okay. Good question. So, I'm not you dropping fifty two on that thing? Nobody should. Oh, you Nobody should. Is there a new Integra? I haven't exactly driven the car. I've sat in it. I've started it. I've looked at it. I've went through it. It's a it's okay. So back in the days when Honda was into building their cars, for the model my car, the Civics, they all had double wishbone suspension. They all had you know stuff to turn corners, but they were just everyday gas saver cars that you could race if you wanted to, and they would handle great. Right. But the new car is made for luxury. Like yeah, it's it's fitting the agenda of the people that drive modern day luxury cars that are not Lexuses and Mercedes and but. I mean, I, it just shows you that Acura still has, or Honda still has some type of building ingenuity because they still made the new NSX. They made the CTR. And they just kind of bits and pieces throwing it out there. The new Type S for the Acura Integra looks great, but I won't own one, to be honest. Not, that's what I was getting at. Is it the money. price or, or what? I've spent 90 grand on a fucking old Honda. Like it's it's not the price. No, no, no. no. Okay, hold on, hold on. For that perspective, if all of a sudden that Integra was thirty-five grand, the whole world would shit themselves and be all about that car because what they're providing. But because that car is fifty-two, it's too much money. It's too much much money money for the car. It's it's too much money for the the name and the brand for the car. Because we all go back to an Integra, like you said, was great chassis. Good fuel economy. You could go buy one at the dealership for a mm-hmm. fucking trip down LS model for what? It was 17, 16 grand. Yeah, they were really cheap. A Type R, a Type R Integra that came with stitch, stitch welded chassis from the factory, came with a 201 horsepower four cylinder motor, which held the, I think it was horsepower per liter for, I don't know how many years. It was a minute. Yeah, yeah. for a minute, yeah. Until the S2000 came out, and then it was 240 horsepower and under. 2.2 liters. It was a so 20, right? It's 2.0, right? Yeah. So the only one that broke that was the Ferrari 48 GTB, which recently took it from Honda because Honda was the only car in the world that had that much horsepower per liter ever. And which is crazy point. to think about, yeah. by the way. And like the AP1 was, I like the AP1 more than the AP2. Like That's where the rev tire, right? The AP1 rev tire. That it, yeah. Nine grand stock and the AP2 rev to like 8,200. And which is still insane if you really think about it, like a lot of RPM. But yeah, that's still pretty high. I've, I've, it, that goes back to the point, though. Like the problem is, is that car is just too fucking expensive. It's too expensive. It so I, I've expensive. I've 
I've read because now like the embargo is lifted on the driving experience and all that shit. So I've been reading articles and everybody says, I mean, you know, Matt Farah, who loves fucking exaggerating. But at the same time, he's generally not wrong. He's like, it's the best front wheel, front wheel drive production car in a decade. In a decade. Yes, I believe it. In, In the last 10 years, it probably is the best front wheel drive car. But a GTR, a GTI is probably like seven tenths of the car for twenty thousand dollars less. Right, and it is. I like mean, or in. for the same price, you buy a Golf R and you have all-wheel drive. Exactly, not the same car though. It, it, I mean, but, well, I mean no, new. not the same car, but you have all-wheel drive. If I'm sorry, but I'm an all-wheel drive person, so if sure. I can pay the same price for a performance car that's a hatchback. It's the Golf R, but it, it's like there's there's driving dynamic differences, right? You'll have liftoff yeah. oversteer in an all-wheel drive car, whereas a front-wheel drive car is not going to do shit like that. You know, it's just it there. It's different. It's a completely different thing, and I think that yeah, I think that like when I was younger, it was like rear-wheel drive or nothing, right? Because that's like a sports car. And then you, as I've gotten older, I've realized like there's different different cars have their different strengths, they have their different weaknesses, right? Like all-wheel drive right. cars get squirrely. You kind of pray and hope it works okay. out. Okay. <laughs> To be honest, right. like it's it's you either like me, I was having understeer issues in my car because I was running too wide of a tire on the front. And I talked to a guy in Japan that ran the same setup as I did, and he was like, I dropped a tire size and the understeer went away. So he started messing with it a little bit and he went up a tire size from what he was doing and it actually I don't know what it was about that tire size, but the car didn't like it. And we ran the same setup. And hmm suspension i have on my it's i have jrz's on my car and that suspension i think it was the fucking the standard jrz suspension for your everyday driver is like sixty five hundred dollars the one i have on my car is the pro twos which are about eleven five and i didn't really no, it's not. It's not. I got, I got a great deal on that. Right? No, I'm just. I'm fuck. I'm just fucking with Timmy because I like to fuck with Timmy. <laughs> At that point where like I was driving with a lot of dude. When I got serious into tracking before the army, I would talk to a lot of guys that were into mix, mixing and mixing setups and just messing with other cars. And I let a guy hop into my car and he drove it around the track and he was like, "That was the most comfortable thing I've ever driven." And he was like, "The car, you put it where it wanted to be and." or you put it where you wanted it to be and it would go. Whereas some cars will fight you and they'll get squirrely. You'll have to correct them. And it got to that point where I went from, I think I hit like my fastest lap time of streets of Willow was like a 124, And that was three quarters of the throttle. That's it pretty, went, dude. It's a pretty, pretty fucking fast car. Yeah. Quick car. yeah. It was, it was, it was a point where like I actually blew the motor that day, which sucked. But uh, it was a brand new built motor, and it was actually the current motor that I have in my car, same setup and everything. But I bought an ATS carbon twin disc from Japan, and I was I was having transmission problems because I ran a competition twin disc before, and the rigid discs are just way too much way too much stuff on the transmission. It just so much friction on the transmission it was causing issues. And I talked to a guy in Japan that does a lot of time attack over there. And he was like, you need to switch to a carbon disc and not such a heavy pressure plate because it's messing with the transmission really bad. Yeah, too and much friction in between like the gears and all. So, yeah, I can see that. So I ended up much grip, that. essentially, right? I was super excited to put the transmission on and do the clutch setup and get it out there. And I started hearing a knocking noise, maybe the second session out. And I was like, great. I cool. And it ended up being the flywheel was coming loose. 
and, and I'm surprised that thing didn't come off because the front straightaway is I was like 9800 RPM coming down the front straightaway, and I started hearing the knocking noise, so I pulled it in and it shut off. I don't know what saved me that day, but the timing belt jumped, and oh shit, it bent all the intake valves, so the car wouldn't restart. I had to get it towed home. And they told me if the timing belt wouldn't have slipped, the clutch would have came off. And then the whole front end of my car would have been destroyed. Because that would have not been a fun time on track. Oh wow! So, 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 so essentially, the timing belt jumping was saved your ass. Yeah, because I missed the gear because the clutch the clutch was coming loose. So I missed the gear coming into the front straightaway, which caused the timing belt to jump. And gotcha. so at ninety eight hundred RPMs going down that front straightaway, how fast are you going? I don't look at the speedometer. Like, I mean, it, are you above 100 miles an hour, or is it a shorter straightaway? It's it's a decent straightaway. It's it's coming from a downhill too. Oh, In your car, do you catch top of fourth gear then? So yeah, well, mid fourth, like going into the top of fourth. You're doing it, a buck. You're probably doing a, what a buck twenty, buck thirty. Something like probably. that. It's not yeah. slow. Yeah, it's not slow. <laughs> I mean, you, you say mid fourth at 9,800 RPM because you said it red lines at 12. So That's like, fine. I sh I shifted from third to fourth at 9,800, and I don't know where I was at at the end of that straightaway, but that's when I heard all this shit going on. So I shut her down, and yeah. it just it, it's it's a fun car. I love it. It's I'll never sell it. I've gotten to the point where I've had 200 dollars in my bank account, and I had rent to pay, and I was still dumping parts into this thing. So it's Hell yeah. Well, like what Alex said, I mean, you can still live in the, the car. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not gonna back. put my wife through that. Like, <laughs> she's short enough; she could sleep in the back. It'd be fine. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, you, get, you get an ass whooping every single night for that. Oh yeah, shit, but... dude, Zach's wife is nobody to fuck with, bro. <laughs> every single night, she um, whoop your ass. And you guys, I mean, shit, you yeah, you, Zach's a long term relationship guy. He's he's known his fucking old lady for. Uh, we well, did. What back in back since you 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 met her in your car, right? Yeah, I had my car for a month. Four, so fourteen and, years. Yeah, I just turned fourteen years. Like, she's been through a lot. Army, car, life. Since she's a nurse, she's a BSN, so she makes more money than I do. Oh, she but, she deals with yeah, her but she own doesn't bullshit. get to blow shit up for a living. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, the army is fun. I mean, I'm not gonna down talk it. But, I mean, there's times where I'm just like, I want to put in my two weeks, but I can't because I'm under contract. Yeah, but that's the funny it, thing about selling your soul to the U.S. government, they don't really. <laughs> you, there's no returns. Yeah, no refunds on that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? No, it, it, it's great. I mean, it's afforded me things like my truck. My truck, it's afforded me my truck, and I really can't. Yeah, I really you, can't you, talk it down. You guys got a good life. You got a fast car. You got a good wife. It could be fucking worse. Doc. You know what I'm saying? No, it did 100%. You'd still be sleeping on your mom's couch in Alhambra, bro. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's but yeah, I mean, wild. it's it's getting to the point where, like, now I'm starting to get finished with the car, and I'm just going to do, like, little upgrades every now and then when new parts come out. It got to that point where I'm just, like, it got down to the point where I was going to do a full underbody, like, carbon fiber tray, just tray all the way from the front to the back. Yeah. Just make it a flat-bottom car. But then I started watching videos of cars catching air, and I'm just like, mm. I was like, yeah, yeah. let's not do that. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah. the Lexus at the drag strip is still like, oh, the Ikenu haunts, one, yeah, haunts Dude. me to this day, dude. Like, it's yeah, God. nothing like a half a million dollars. What and was that one car? I think it was Le Mans. 
Was it the and GTR that fucking caught yeah. air and just yeah, it hit the, Oh yeah, yep. it hit the fence and shit. Like yeah, it was pretty. It's sketchy, dude. Yeah, you start going like two miles car- an hour. Race cars are race cars are like <laughs> it's like this intersection of like fast and unsafe, right? And eventually you get to that point where it's like this is fast as it could possibly get, but if it goes wrong, it's gonna go really really wrong. <laughs> like everything's the, gonna the get fucking, bad real quick. The Formula One guys, like I. Oh, mad dude. respect, dog. Like mad, like the reaction time, the lack of vision, like the fact that you have to drive the car <laughs> fast. Enough, yeah, if you don't yeah. drive it fast enough, it will kill you. Yes. yes. I no. mean that's yes. why in in like if you watch their qualifying, like when somebody is going slow through a corner and it impedes somebody else's lap time, they get a penalty for being slow in the corner because you fucked yeah. somebody else up. And yeah, if you guys him. go back and watch the the highlights from the Canadian Grand Prix, which just happened, uh, Hamilton Norris, and Alonso, dude, yeah. it was Norris did some crazy shit. He, he made some crazy moves, but Alonso and Hamilton had such close fights. Like Alonso cut into Hamilton and like got past him so close, and Hamilton was just like directly on his ass in the straight, like. If he broke early, like that's a crash. That's some OG I mean, Schumacher it, shit. Just straight up not giving a fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, <laughs> that's not Hamilton. Get out my way, bitch. Way. No, Hamilton's it's usually calculated. Very I think, reserved. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's just calculated. He's just he's like a knife, right? He just like this is what the car is gonna do. This is where I'll put it. This is where it's gonna be. Blah blah blah. But I think, I think he's getting older. I think he's realizing he's getting a little bit slower. Oh yeah. And you've got fucking max verstappen who's like 12 years old and there's no there's no fighting it yeah there's, max verstappen's eating his fucking lunch you know what i mean and I mean, it's like he, he wins 10 seconds ahead every couple of races fucking wild bro that's so fucking fast that's in a spec ish racing series yeah. speaking oh, of yeah. unexpectedly fast and zach will appreciate this can we talk about the goddamn camaro and Le Mans for a second yes please okay ah, it did freedom. great freedom. It- when yeah. it's pressing prototype models, and that like, shit is sick. Let's just be granted, honest, though. Like it has that more power. It have way more power than yeah. prototype cars. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But, but it's also it, not it really fourteen hundred pounds. Like, <laughs> like hey. even even in the turns, like not even in the straights. I mean, it was on the prototypes. The fact passing. that they finished fourth with a transmission change mid race. Yes. Yeah. Like you got to be understanding that this car was built nine months ago. And it's a modified it NASCAR. Modified it was NASCAR. built a straight up fucking just a gangster car that had it was a modified NASCAR that had headlights, mirrors, and that was arrow. Some like they put like, canards on it. Like <laughs> they put a, a fucking wing on it, and yeah. it just called it a day. And we're like, yeah, cool. I mean, if it had active arrow, that thing would be fast as shit. Yeah, like that's crazy. It's the right part of GM though. Like, there's an open checkbook for that kind of shit. But if they want to throw money at something. They don't give a fuck. Like, and, and, and it's just, it's such a huge, yeah. it's such a huge thing for GM because like the Camaro is going away and nobody knows what's going to happen to it. Right. So they're yep. like, let's fucking, okay. let's just like show these Full motherfuckers. Time. Like we still got it. Hopefully whatever comes next is still dope. Their GM just announced they are, they just, they're throwing another billion dollars at their internal combustion engine program. Oh yeah. So they're not going anywhere. 
Like, well, like Audi, Audi's Audi. not going full electric. By can we, can we go back in time and find the episode where I said that internal combustion engines aren't going anywhere? Oh, they're not. No, they're not. I thousand percent agree with you, brother. Yeah. No, they're not. Yeah. They're not. No, no. Well, I mean, if you look at it, like fucking even even everybody that wants to go into the electric car stuff, like I get, like I know Alex used to work at Tesla, and. <laughs> There's no love lost there, brother. Trust me. <laughs> it's just gets to that point where, like, my buddy had, like, I have a 2021 Ram 2500 diesel, and my buddy has an electric F150. And Trash, bro. Trash. He towed his trailer like 110 miles, and died. I just, yeah. I just, he died in the middle of the road and had to charge his truck. And I do 700 miles on a tank with my race car behind me. Right. And. It just gets to that point where like you got ec- you got an economic loss like you bought a truck for that much like I'm not gonna say I didn't spend a shit ton of money on my truck because I did. Yeah, but it's yeah. different. But it just gets to that point where like it's it's a matter of use case, and I firmly believe this. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with electric cars. I think competition no, no. is good. I think having variety in the market is good, and I think electric cars have their place. Even electric performance cars, I feel have their place, but. There's a guy that rode yeah. a Tesla at Springs, and he's and pretty okay. fast. He's fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. electric cars are fine. Just yeah. give me the option. That's the thing, like, right? And it beca- and, and mainly because like most people that drive pickup trucks, they don't tow with them. They don't do any. Yeah. They don't do truck shit with them at all. They just want a big truck. And a Lightning oh, or God. like the Ram Rev or like any of those electric trucks are per- Rivians, all that shit. Perfect for people like that, right? To me. Dude, yeah, just, if, if I see another Rivian or Dodge Ram or the new Silverado, like in LA, not pulling shit, I'm gonna lose it. Dude, it's, the, that's, the, the like, don't it, come you, to Texas. You drive, can't park at the fucking grocery store. Yeah. Like you, you're four <laughs> feet come. tall in a lifted truck. I seen a dude fall into the bushes one time. Like, I like that dude. <laughs> it's like if you live within 20 if you if your living radius and work radius is within 20 miles of where you live it go makes for sense. it the car. it makes sense it a thousand I mean, percent makes sense. Not, not even that like not even that like honestly speaking if you have like a 220 charger at your house if you have a 220 plug at your house even if you have a hundred mile commute one way you're straight right you will never go to a charger as long yeah. as you have a, like a newer car, most of these things get 300 miles to a charge driving at 80 miles an hour, right? Yep. Dude, Honda Ionic 5. Hon- no, Honda Ionic 5 will do 300 miles at cruising speed. Back and forth. Not the luxury, bitches. Well, no, of course not. A Lucid <laughs> Air will, right? But like, no, not the Audis and the Porsches and all that. No, the fuck going You on. have to make sure there's yeah. no AC on so yeah. you can get 200 miles. No, they, exactly. yeah. No, no, the, the real high dollar shit, like, they're, you know, yeah, they're turning everything off. They're turning off the fucking stereo. They're doing whatever to get that number. But if you get something that's a fifty to sixty thousand dollar car, people expect the range because they're buying it as their daily driver, right? They're not buying it for their third or fourth or fifth car. So I think there's more honesty in the more pedestrian, quote unquote, electric cars, cars in terms of range than you'll find in like the high end shit. But in for most people, an electric car, real talk, if you have a charger at home or you have access to a charger, it's fine. Like it's it's perfectly fine. You can't do road trips in it. I wouldn't recommend it. It's a shit fucking experience, right? Yeah. <laughs> but if but if you're just buying it just to go to fucking work in the store and take your kids to soccer practice, they're fucking fine, dude. You won't notice the goddamn yeah. difference except you never have to go to the 100%. gas station. Again. It's yeah, like the adult it. version of buying a four cylinder when you're like in your twenties and exactly. you start making money yeah. and you bought something nice and it's like, damn, this motherfucking Camaro costs a lot to go to work. Let me go ahead and get this integra out the auto trader. 
Yeah, exactly. It's the same shit. And and for that, they're fine and they're cool and they're futuristic and they're fast as fuck, all of them. So if you like going quick, they're quick and whatever. But to Zach's point, if you need to tow, if you need to do truck shit, and I'm not talking about off-roading, you can off-road short 20, 30 miles in electric trucks, fine. But if you want to do long overlanding overnight trips, if you want to tow Hell something, no. if you want to, no, buy a fucking gas truck, dude. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <if you laughs> do tacos. New tacos are dope. Like I see like a hybrid truck. I can fuck with a hybrid truck. It makes sense. Like, especially coming from Toyota yeah. to your point where it's like, they've been doing hybrids for 30 years. That thing is going to be bulletproof, right? They have. And you can still overland with it. You can still do everything. It's got a turbo four cylinder in it. It's perfect. It's fine. It's it makes more it. power, more torque than the V6 did and better gas mileage. Yeah, It's like 465 foot pounds of torque in a TRD pro. Like that's a quick truck. It's going to be the fastest Tacoma you've ever driven. For sure. Like when I didn't, oh, I got my diesel, it's it, what happened. If you if you have if you're making an electric vehicle and most of these vehicles are sold in the state of California, where it is sunny most of the time, why not have a solar roof? Thank it's, it, you. It's funny because awesome. like there are some cars that offer it. Like the I think new there Prius. was one or two. Yeah, well, the new Prius you can get it with the solar roof, and it's like a two thousand dollar option. But solar panels are still so inefficient. It was like if it sits outside all day, it will give yep. you five miles of range. So it's just well, it's not like when you do your house, you don't. Then my buddy did a he did solar panels on his house, and he actually pays more in an electric bill now than he did before because he didn't do the right amount. And yep. his like my dad did it the right way. He just covered his entire roof, and it was great. He doesn't pay an electric bill anymore, but I mean, if you have the money to do it, cool. But you're, yeah, it's like you have to offset the amount of money you're spending on the panels. Like my one of my right. buddies just put it on his house. And his his whole thought process behind it, he did all the math, and he goes, all it does, all this fucking work I did, will just save me from the spikes in the summer. Yeah. Or like I when mean, the power goes out, when and when Texas freezes and ERCOT wants to jam people up for $400 a kilowatt hour or whatever the fuck, right? right. He's like, I'll just be cruising. Yeah. And he's I like, mean, shit, maybe, because in California, you got to share your charge with the fucking... Uh, with the grid, right? Yeah, yeah. Company. yeah. 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 Which, like, I what mean, kind of nonsense is this? I mean, dude, listen, listen. You take the good with the bad, okay? Like, every state has its problems. Californians are just a little fucking kookier. You know what I mean? Oh, bro, like, when they come to Louisiana, they move out. A little? Quick. Like, <laughs> it's not even funny, man. Like, down here, you got... You in the deep south, like we are, it gets to the point where, like, you step outside and you sweat. Yep, so it's yeah. just like... It gets annoying really quick, and you no, got me bad. over here running four or five miles a day, and oh boy, you Bro, got it's yeah, it's you come back it's, like you ran it into a shower. Well, it's it's yeah. more humid right. where he's at. Like like I'm it's in bad. North I'm in North Texas, so like right now it's so like okay. Case in point, this is how fucking stupid the South is. I've been telling Jamal for two months that I'm gonna get a truck out there to pick up that fucking Mustang, and every week I will send him a screenshot like this is the weather I'm dealing with. Thunderstorm, 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 yes. thunderstorm like just fucking we had we had golf ball sized hail last Tuesday and then two days later there was baseball sized hail six miles up the road. Holy shit. And it's just I'm just like dog, I just don't want to park it outside just to get the shit kicked out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like let me oh, just yeah. get the weather to set settle like, down so and then I have a couple months to figure out where to store it. You know what I mean? And like whatever. Ten o'clock at night right now it's fucking ninety six percent humidity. Yeah, I think like, dude, I remember same. going to DC as like a teenager and like dude like in the summertime, we walked out of like the hotel and it was fucking insta sweat. Like, like there's no like stopping it. Like, 
I remember being in shorts and a t-shirt, dog. And like, yeah, that's dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah, I went that's to so Atlanta. Dumb. Yeah, they're like, El Nino's about to strike. The pool. We didn't even get out. Like, yeah, what are we doing here? Like, why are we? Let's why move do I to live? Texas. They said it'd be fun. It's, dude. Listen, I will. <laughs> the grass is always fucking greener, homie. I'll put it to you like that. Like that's what I'm saying. It could be worse, to be honest. Like it, it, it could be. It's, it's, it's it could be in California. Yeah. Listen, man. I'm telling you, bro. You say that. I guarantee you, if you lived out here for a year, you would move back. And hey, hey, the, hey, no, hey, you would. Hey, you would maybe with all maybe the, the things I need are different than what you need, but we're not having a mass exodus for nothing. No, it I know. It's just too. It, well, the problem out here we're facing now is like, so everybody's leaving. Well, here's the thing, though. A lot of that shit is misguided. Like, people are leaving California because it's too expensive, right? Aside, of, the housing mm-hmm. is too expensive. Do you have any idea how much fucking insurance is out here, bro? It's expensive. Land taxes were the worst in Texas. Yeah, no. So property taxes are worse in California, by far, for property taxes. And the insurance out here for like home insurance, no, granted they're having an issue in California where they just flat out can't get homes insured because of the fires and shit. But like, if you own a house in Houston, you're fucked. Trying to find home insurance under $5,000 a year. Houston. Bro, Houston is the biggest city in Texas. It has the most, like most of the population of Texas. It's like, it's like Portland. Like there's a huge conglomerate of people out there. But yeah, it's LA, Texas. Kind of, but like anything in there, like your home insurance is all like five thousand dollars a year, which like, if you do I the think, math on that, that's four or five hundred dollars a month. Like out here, Louisiana, you can get a three bedroom, two bathroom home in a non flood zone for like two fifty, and I think home insurance is like one hundred and ten bucks a month. Yeah, like it's crazy. Louisiana, it's nobody wants to move here because one, I mean, I'm in a very small town. I got like seventy five hundred people. Jesus Christ. So I mean, it's it's like everybody knows each other and. But I mean, the, the population on Fort Polk is bigger than the town. Like, Mike oh wow! He's just over there screaming. Sorry. What the fuck are you screaming about, bro? Uh, there's a cat. Uh, I'll tell you later. Yeah. Got the Red Bulls. <laughs> Those are. It take me too. It take oh, me too long nice. to explain it to you. Yeah, that would. Um. Yeah, this it's it's cool out here, man. It's got its it's got its highs and its lows. Just like I said, just like everywhere else. The thing that mainly bums me out about being in the South is that you can't buy alcohol at a grocery store. Which is just Come insane. to Louisiana. Yeah. What? I, we, what? No, you but can't, can't you buy alcohol like everywhere else? Can't no, you, you get everything at like one place? Are the grocery stores run by Mormons? No, it's just, it's a, it's a, um, a Bible belt. It's a Bible belt. Yep. So you, you have to go to yeah. a liquor store. Yep. Get liquor. You get beer and wine at a grocery but store. But what he's yeah. not telling you is his probably his liquor stores are drive through. No, not all. Hey, man. <laughs> the liquors are the dopeness. His I'm liquor stores can get bullets, gas, liquors, and jeans. Back. Yo, there's a there's a fucking pharmacy up the road for me. It's like guns, ammo, drive through. And I'm like, drive through guns and ammo. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you've gone. Please tell me you have gone. Please. I feel like they yeah. don't serve my kind there if you catch my drift. So <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Right. That's the way it is in Louisiana, man. You go to like, there's a there's a grocery store on the side of my house. You sell gas. They sold more alcohol, so they closed their gas station down. Like, hey, got to that gas license ain't worth it. No, it was it was more expensive to run the gas station than it was just to serve alcohol. And it it got down to the point where like there's like 75 bars in my town, and holy shit, it got like there's one strip along the highway where it's just bars on each side for like three miles. So if there's 7,500 people in the town and 75 bars, I mean, there's never more than 100 people in a bar at a time. 
it, I, I don't drink How anymore, do they all stay in business? So it, I don't know. I mean... You got a hundred loyal customers. You're straight. Well, it's just they're a bunch of people's like fucking laundering money for all the bullshit that's coming in the oh, ports. This is Louisiana. Most definitely. There's like a yeah. marble. Goddamn Ozarks down there. Yeah, yep. yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. It got down to that point where they're. What happened? No, good. There's like a eight bedroom marble mansion like three miles from my house that was for sale for like $3 million in the middle of Louisiana out of the middle of nowhere. I'm sure there's like, nothing yeah. strategic about that position. <laughs> no. Marble oh, mansion. Totally on the up and up. No problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with drugs or human trafficking at all. No, 100%. 100%. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the type of shit you, you see out here. Like I said, man, do it the bed. I just, um, I would, I'm going to, I would club a fucking baby seal to not deal with tornadoes. Like, Six months out of the year. <laughs> yes. The wow. Are you trying to just get us what, shut down? Baby seal, that's going to be the thing that, that's going to be the thing to put oh, us over God. the top. Clubbing baby seal jokes. I'm pretty sure if you yeah. go back to listen to any of the last 75 episodes, we probably committed a felony. I think we're fine. Um, <laughs> that's probably true. It's not, not true. It's not, not true. Okay. So real talk. <laughs> what would it take for you to put a K series in the Integra? Like how? Not a damn thing. So like. Parts are completely unavailable. Are you going Cuba and like manufacturing your own fucking rods or like what are we doing? <laughs> so there's a ton of people in the United States that make parts for this car. There's a ton of people in Japan that are starting to make parts for this car again. And I'm just, I've been a force induction guy pretty much my entire life. And I'm not going to, every motor that Honda's made had its place. And like all motor, like naturally aspirated K series <clears throat> is superior by a thousand percent. Right. I've heard and, this, by the way, from a lot of people. So I'm not an all-motor guy, so I can say fully with K-Series. And I have met a lot of fast K-Series cars. I've beat a lot of fast K-Series cars. And if you look at like the like drag racing, if you really want to put it into perspective, like a lot of conspiracy people will be like, nah, bro, it's just it's the driver. Everybody knows drag racing is all about the car. And it is yeah, just once, that once point you where, Yeah, once you launch the car, it's the car. Yeah, and... <laughs> So there's like a top 10 list in the United States of the fastest Honda doesn't matter, drag racing cars in the world. Right. A, the world list, they have the U.S. list. They got a bunch of people. The Puerto Rican people are just insane with rotaries. Like I've seen this. They, and the number one car that sits in the United States right now is the B-Series car. So it's like... For is me, it, it's for me, not Miles, is it? It's not the green one. No. Is it? So yeah. that that's another thing. Like I was going to talk about Miles too. Like I met Miles. He's a great dude. And he won't even go K. Like, he's Gringo the B series Tegra, has, right? isn't he? Yeah, Gringo Integra. He's yeah. got he's got fourteen hundred and forty wheel horsepower on a two liter B series that he is drives. That, is that front wheel horsepower? All wheel yes. drive. No, he is. Okay. It's all wheel drive now, which I was actually going to do to my car, but I don't want to cut up my car. Um. So I've, you've probably all seen this car, but yeah, this thing's. It's ridiculous. Like so, by I've, the way, it still has a full interior, and I'm pretty sure it still has AC. So like, no, no AC because no the turbo. He's got a 78, 75 precision on it now. So it's it's a uh, chunky boy. That's a big. It, look at the look at that manifold. Holy, look at that inner yeah. Things, yeah, things that's a that's a tank. Look so this, like, look at this wrinkle on this tire, bro. Like, like yeah. he's got all wheel. Like oh. when you see a car sitting on four wheel big locks, just like don't fuck with it. Jeez. Like, yeah. <laughs> dude, that was nuts. Yeah. No. So like, he, yeah, he's a he's a. This is a. Fa-
fast fucking car. Like this. So it's a street car ish, if you really want to call it. And he drives it to Starbucks, drives it to the grocery store. Yeah, see, full interior. Still got and, door panels in it. Oh yeah. Like mine I, I still got door panels, full dash. It just doesn't have like a blower motor or anything in it. It's I just no carpet and that's it. Wait, wait, wait. Like Does it have cup holders still? Yeah, you still, yeah, cup yeah holders. still got cup holders, yeah. In here. Uh, but the car... Starbucks run? Come on, dog. He gone through yeah. the drive through that thing? Fuck yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Or is he getting out? <laughs> like it's still got roll up it's still got electric windows, it's still got electric door locks. It's still got everything, it's still got the sunroof still works. And he's a maniac it, and I'm here for it. <laughs> and it's funny because that's the way my car was built. Like the windows still work, the sunroof still works. And I remember when you did like, the black interior swap, which is the one yeah. thing that I will say that I told you forever i was like bro put a black interior in this bitch it'd be so sick i was telling yeah. him it for years and then i remember like three years after i moved out of california you finally did it i was like Grr. yeah <laughs> it's, it's got to that point where like the only annoying thing about i have about my car is daily driving it with that freaking seat i mean it, it just, yeah it, it just gets to the point where like i'll try to like look at something and i'll like almost break my nose every time because i'll just slam it, it into the bolsters <laughs> but it, it's just like <laughs> I got used to it over the years, and like now my car is just getting to the point where like I enjoy driving it now. Like I didn't used to enjoy driving it because uh, there's problem after problem, and then finally I like I, I don't know if you ever remember I was having wiring issues for remember, like the longest time. I remember I remember looking at your Instagram and you like kind of documenting like you were having because I'm it used to because like it's coil unplugged now, right? Like it's not yeah. distributor anymore, and that's I've noticed yeah. it's been like that for like a minute, but um. So that, that's the thing that I thought was like really interesting watching you build that car, like kind of from afar over the years is like, it's just a lot of little shit that you would be doing. And I'd be like, that seems like pretty serious long game. Like when you went coil on plug, yeah. I was like, I was like, that has some obvious performance and tuning advantages, like long-term, like, you know so like I mean? the stock coil is only good till about 8,500 RPM. And then it starts to break up in the top end and like everybody knows Honda engines just will rev to the moon. Right. And like I started experiencing a lot of breakup around 8,000 to 8,500 when you're boosted. And I, my tuner was just like, dude, go call on plug already. Like you're going to blow a motor up if you don't. And it's going to lean out or, or just go. Oh yeah. Rich and pre dead or some shit. Yeah. Like I blew a motor up because of the stock distributor last time I, I split the sleeve from the top to the bottom and Ooh, that one shit. cylinder got so hot and it was just to the point where like it's inefficient and technology is 20 years old yeah. so it's they don't make stock distributors anymore so i was just like you know what fooey on this i don't want to deal with it anymore so i just went coil unplug and called it a day and it's getting to the point where now i'm going to delete because the distributor is still on the car it still has to read the top dead center sensor and the crank sensor so I'm doing a, a cam trigger setup on it, which I should have did a long time ago, but it's like a full, just new technology. Like Hall like effect sensor type shit. Like, yeah. So yeah. you have a Hall effect on the crank and you're going to have a Hall effect on the cam gear. And it, it's just, there's nothing. And the sensor's only 50 bucks to buy a new and, one. And, that, and running VTEC, that gives you a lot more like tuning ability fucking with VTEC when you have everything digital that you can kind of like yeah what's going on in real time versus running off a distro right which is just a fucking thing spinning around yeah, yeah that's yeah see like that that type of shit to me is more interesting than like the normal shit you do to make power right which is you put a turbo on it and fucking put bigger injectors and like that shit's cool but like 
as I get and, older and like the little shit like that is way more interesting to me because of like what it brings to the table in terms of tuning. Cause a lot of this shit is like, what can you tune into the car? What can you tell the car to look for? What, you know what I mean? What can you tell it to monitor yeah. it to like get all the little so now, extra performance out of it? Now that I went to link, I'm able to see everything like Honda is so old school that it's not yeah. even funny. And I went to link and since a new generation ECU and they make the parts for it, I'm able to see all the parameters that I wouldn't able to see before, like not control and like all of this stuff like that. And I was actually able to see like certain like percentages of fuel that I wasn't able to see up in the top end before. And it's just cool because like you look in, like, I don't want to blow up a, you know, $15,000 race motor. Like I, I really, is that, how much like, that I, cost? is that how much you spend on your engine? Yeah. Well, your wife's not listening, right? She knows. She's seen all the receipts, man. It's it's it's, it's nonchalant now because she knows I'm not going to stop. Good man. Car. And but I mean, you've also had the car for 14 years. It's not like you bought a WRX and you decided to put 10 grand into put it. Put an ETS, yeah, fucking put a uh, like, block in it, yeah. Yeah. I remember when he had his fucking different. SS, bro. I, I'm, I'm so sad that you sold that car. Okay, like, hold up. Yeah. I found one. <laughs> I found two. Dude, don't even start him down this fucking rabbit hole. Shut the fuck up, Mike. The adults are talking. <laughs> so I, I, I want to hear this. Ledge for almost okay. 24 hours at this point. So I sent him a Camaro. My neighbor has one and a Holden. <laughs> That's dope. So I, sent, so I found an SS1LE Camaro, which is what I wanted before I bought my last SDI. And then I was just like, I need something with four doors. My kid was still super young. I had sent these dudes a couple of vets that I had found. I found a C5Z06 with like 48,000 miles on it, silver on with the red and black interior. Um, and it was like 22 G's and it's local. It's like 15 miles from my house. And I'm like, it's a 5.7, but it's still a fucking Z06 and it's a C5. It's got pop-up headlights. Like it's dope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's um, cheap. 22 G's. Yeah. It's super cheap. It's in the chat. If you want to look it up. I, um, I saw it, but I never clicked the link. Yeah. So, and then I found another, <laughs> then I found a C6 Z06 for 35 oh. G's with 30,000 miles on it but it's a salvage title. And I'm like, but do I care? Would I ever actually sell it? Probably not. As long as it's not like a flood car. No, it wasn't a flood car. It was an accident. Airbags. Okay. Yeah. But it's like, I'm like, dude, it's a, it's a red Corvette six speed Z06. Like it's dope, right? 35 grand. And then I was like, well, it's only got two seats, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just kind of doing the shit. And like, I started going down this rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, so I look, I find SS one of the Camaros and I'm like, Hey, this is 35 grand too. And it's got a fucking backseat and all this other shit. And I'm sending that to Mike and he's like, what are you, fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know I mean? And then I send <laughs> I him. And then this morning, this is where it gets to go back to the SS. I sent him, for like, <laughs> I found an 8,000 mile hair on white 2016 SS. So hair on white, black interior, 8,100 original miles on it. 54 G's. That's and not I was too like, bad. It's not bad at all for eight eight thousand miles, but it's an automatic and it doesn't have a nah. sunroof. Right, exactly. And it's a six and it's yeah. a six L eighty. Sounds which... like you should buy an S four. So <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> So then I'm like, oh fuck, whatever. We'll and I sent it and I sent it to Jess and I was jokingly like, like, I don't care what vacation I have to. Okay. I don't care. Whatever it takes. Let me buy this car. And I'm like, I'm just kidding. But if it was a manual and I had a sunroof, like I would be serious. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like I would be dead ass serious. And then I'm just looking and I found in Minnesota, mm-hmm. it's the metallic gray 
2016, 32,000 miles, stick shift, sunroof, SS. And they want 40, <laughs> they want 44 G's for it. That's not bad. It's okay. not bad at all. That's, that's much more reasonable. And uh, it's, and, and the thing that's cool about those is the 2016s they have, so it has mag ride, it's got launch control, it's got a six speed and an LS3. And four seats, heated, cooled seat. Hold on, you know, you know the fucking score. And, and it's nope. not a $50,000 automatic. Exactly. With it, $50,000 <laughs> shitty automatic. Six L80s are fucking garbage. It's, that's, <laughs> not, that's not like the, the 10 speed or. It didn't exist at the time. It's a six L80E, no. which is like a garbage transmission. Like they will let go. Like if you put too much power, you put that like seven. I don't even care if it has eight thousand miles on it for fifty grand. You're yeah. fucking. My high. buddy, my buddy here in Louisiana, his name's Sean. Uh, he has a CTSV coupe, and it's a six speed. And me and him, he he, <laughs> we went to two K, and he actually blew it up at two K. And one does. and we ran it probably like four or five months prior to two K, and I think I got him buy a car and he's pushing just over 900 Is like a... and he yeah. his car like, my car weighs 26 or 27 with me in it and no it's sorry bad. i took weight out of the car so it probably weighs like 25 80 with me in it with you in it and... damn so you're pushing a 700 horsepower wheelbarrow around Pretty my much. car is literally <laughs> double the weight yeah, and I laugh because like me and him, me and him went at it. He got me down low real hard. Like, yeah, of course. Dude's on a three thirty five rear tire, and he's on an ET street. He's on, he's on welds. He's got skinnies up front. It's a full drag car. Right. And he's his motor setup is a stock bottom end LSA with a ridiculously huge cam, and it just heads, and that was it. And like and, ported blower, like that type of shit. Yeah, Small ported, pulley. ported. Yeah. yeah. It you had the works done to it top end wise, and so we were in 2K, and I get a call from him like, "Hey man, my car's not turning on." And I was like, "All right." He's like, "What do you mean not turning on? Is it not starting, or is it just not cranking?" And he was like, "Car won't crank." I was like, "All right, cool." So we go over there, and I told him start it, and he starts it, and I see smoke like come up out of the engine bay, and it's coming from the starter, and I was like, "Oh, the starter locked up. Like, don't keep trying it," and. So we pop start the car. Yeah, pushing a 5,000-pound Cadillac around is not fun. And we're pushing this thing uphill, trying to get it started. So I got tired. I was like, dude, just dump it in reverse. I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. And he gets <laughs> it started. Down the hill and, it and he gets it started. And I hear, I, he takes off. I'm like, dude, don't hammer it. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with the starter yet. Like, So I hear him, and he just lays into it real hard. And... He get we get a call like a minute later and he was hey bro he was like something just exploded he's like I have no idea what's going on so we roll up the hill and there's an oil streak that's like three quarters of a mile long oh. and I'm just like hmm all right so we roll up behind his car and this dude sent two rods and oh so the starter friction welded itself to the flywheel and the starter didn't even break it just locked the motor up at like 6,500 rpm and just oh. sent the rods to the oil pan. And I'm like walking this oil trail all the way back out. It was Houston Raceway's front gate. He blew it up yeah. right at the front gate. And Shit. so I walked this oil trail. There's, I found parts of the connecting rod. There was a wrist pin laying in the street. There was parts of the piston that still had the rings on it in the middle of the street. And 
he was like, yeah, bro. He's like, I think I just need a new oil pan. I'm like, mm. I, was like, I don't know about that, buddy. Like, there, there's a little bit more. They didn't go through the side of the motor, which amazed me because usually when LS blow up, they go yeah. everywhere but the bottom. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like, V8s, bro. They just go. <laughs> and it just got down to that point. Where, like now he's doing some insane shit. He's doing fucking a 90 mil Pro Mod. Um, it's gonna be I think a 416 Iron Block 90 mil Pro Mod. Pro uh, the big crank turbo. No, turbo. Yeah. Like huge oh. fucking turbo. Oh. 90 mil pro mod turbo. Oh, yeah. And he's pushing for like 1450. I don't even and, know what I would do with that. Oh, power. Okay. With, with AC, like, with power steering. Oh, fast? Like, be just insane with it. Fucking kill myself so fast, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? With that much power. Like, I, I think, I don't think the zero to 60 would fuck me up because I've driven. Real, I, I mean, I've driven really fucking fast electric shit, so I'm like, I'm kind of used to that like brain melting acceleration for the first sixty foot to hundred foot. The but sustaining when you shift a third to fourth, exactly. and you're still in the and back it's just, seat. Right. And it's just going. The sustaining it's just, it straight. You know, the world's right. like shaking around you, and she's like, "Yeah, that's a bit much, dude." I don't know. Man, that's the way the Integra like. feels. I mean, it's like with the sequential in it now, it's it's insane because there's no power drop whatsoever, and. Like, since I can flat foot shift the car now, it just gets to the point where, like, now it's scary to drive because I lay into it real hard and I'll just see the tack go in, like, three different fucking circles and I'll be able to slap the shifter and it's back into the next gear. And I'm glad I did it because age pattern's great, but once you get a sequential in your car and you drive it on the street, it's really fun. So it just gets I to that love point. I you say you once fun. you get a sequential, like it's just like, <laughs> yeah. a thing that people do. Like you know, it's like my next upgrade. Yeah, it's just fucking put a sequential. Well, you dude, call one. me when you get your sequential. Yeah, like, I had fun with sequentials when I I I drove around an E60 M5 for a while, and you finally got I one. You had one? No, I didn't. I didn't. It was uh, it was somebody that I knew, and I wanted to drive the car, and I drove it for a little while, and I I was looking at picking one up until I found out how much the fucking hydraulic push. hydraulic yeah. actuator was and i was like mm. i was like i don't think so like, nope. like, i don't want five hundred dollars for you know just to fix something that's you know i could take apart in my driveway the, the and, thing about it with like m cars and it's like it's been this way for so long is that they just build those things to run the ragged edge and they always have fucking oh yeah well if you drive them, always huge holes in reliability somewhere like well which which one was it where like the oil the violent shaft gear would just back out and so the oil pump would just stop working and there was no way to know it was going to happen so you just lost the whole oil pressure and it would just like, fucking toast the engine dude. <laughs> i recently had that happen to the integra probably about maybe two months ago so i'm driving on the freeway and i didn't realize it. i just got the sequential in the car so i was like beating the crap out of my car and i seen the oil pressure gauge from from 100 to zero and i was like oh mm. shit so i shut the car down and i blew the oil filter off i don't know how i did that so (laughs) i went back up the road and i found the oil filter so i put it back on the car (laughs) and like i cleaned it out and put it back on the car on the side of the road and my buddy brought me oil i put it in the car i thought i rod knocked the motor because i was at 9800 rpm when this oil filter came off and my wife was in the car and she was like, what happened? I was like, I think I just blew this brand new motor up. I was like, I have no idea what happened. And 
just surprisingly like blew 15 grand right here right now right <laughs> so it happened to me three other times and i was like this motor is insane like but the every other time like i didn't have my oil pressure gauge set to alarm when it drops below a certain oil pressure so uh... i didn't even realize it and it got down to that point where like i guess over the years of like all the vibration all the threads on the oil filter housing stripped and uh, so i bought annoying. this it it sucked, and luckily Honda still makes the parts, because I would have been shit out of luck on that one. Yeah, it's but, like weird. That's like that's like you're finding a machine shop to make you a billet yes. one. You know what I mean? If you can't fucking find one. Luckily, that's- Gretty makes a billet one, but I didn't want to pay like fifty bucks for like a pipe thread, and it just got down to that point where like now I'm super meticulous about things. And like all my gauges are set to certain parameters now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and, you got that much money in a car, dude. It's like, I, if yeah. You sp- yeah, if you spend the money on the technology that gives you access to set those things, the build in limp modes and all this other shit, it's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Please pay somebody Which to push sure my car link. won't kill it. Yeah. And right? like, like all the other stuff. And like, I told my wife, I was like, I need a digital dash. I was like, I need something that's right in front of me that's just gonna blow me with like this yellow, red something to tell Andrew, me that. The manifold. Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah and like, <laughs> I just got a don't do it, don't do it. Like I got a hall, I got a Haltech IC7 coming for it. Nice. Um, I mean, it's not a super expensive dash. Like you got Motex like C1212. It's like nine grand, and it looks like an Audi R8 dash. Yeah, they're really. And, I mean, even Holly shit is pretty gangster these yeah, days. Yeah, but the why? Big like, you don't need a ten thousand dollar fucking digital. It dash, don't, especially, like. No, especially when the Haltech. It's a great dash. It's robust. You've got big buttons that you can hit with racing gloves on. You know what I mean? If you need to change stuff on the screen and stuff, you know what I mean? Like it's it's those. It's not the prettiest one, but there's a reason so many people use it. it I don't need works. like this like our Audi R8 dash in front of me that's just gonna read like five sensors. Like right. I, I really don't need all that. Like it got like I was looking at Aim Dash too. Aim Dash has a really nice dashboard, but I mean they're both about the same price and. The cool thing is, is like Link hooks up to everything. Like it, yeah. it's literally just my whole car went from being like old technology to everything's can now. So it's like everything's just. I have a PDM in the car. I don't have fuse boxes no more. I don't have any of that shit. So everything's just all electronic Holy PDM run now. Fucking Christ, dude! What the fuck? So like I, mean, I just did it because it makes so much more. No, it makes tons of sense, right? It's so much more like user friendly and. Just, it's a smarter way to do things if we have the technology. It's safer. You don't have to deal with fucking fuses, right? It tells you yeah, what happens. Like it, it, like everything just reads on my phone. Like it's Bluetooth and all that stuff like that. So like if something like pops, like it's not like a fuse pops, but like it'll throw a switch inside the PDM that just shuts down that certain part of the car instead of killing your whole car because like your cigarette lighter fuse went out. Like it, it just. There. It it sucks. Like your whole entire light system in your car stops working because one fuse goes bad. Now it's just like that singular thing that went bad stops working until you fix it. And it'll tell you where the short's at, which is cool because the PDM will flash like, hey, there's a short here. Like, look for this wire instead of like chasing a wiring diagram. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I fried sit the there PDM. with their multimeter, like just randomly yeah. poking it, shit, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I fried one PDM because I didn't realize that there was water getting in from my dashboard. Uh, there's like where the blower motor used to sit. There's a huge, gigantic hole that you that goes in from the outside to the end. Yeah. And I didn't realize that was still open, and water was coming in from the like the windshield wiper cowl and getting right into my PDM plug, 
and I didn't realize it. One day my starter and my headlights and my wipers went on and like a bunch of shit started going crazy and like it it tripped me out for a little bit but i mean it's cool to just like have technology in an old car like newer gen cars like you get into like a brand new 2023 like lexus you're gonna expect everything to be like perfect but you get into like an 01 integra then you're like oh shit like everything still works and there's nothing in here right that's like that was this is like i was talking to mike about this today and i was like you can like I've been buying new cars, like newer cars for the last six or seven years, right? Like I haven't owned a car that wasn't built like post 2015 since like yeah. my son's been alive. Right. And like, I think I kind of just miss driving old shit. And like these days, like all the new st- cool, like new car shit that I actually really give a fuck about Apple CarPlay, I can put into anything for 300 bucks. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, why the fuck, why do I need to buy a brand new car? Like I could go drive like an old vet. Yeah. I got Bluetooth speakers like hooked up to the roll cage just because like I don't have a radio anymore because that's where my PDM sits. Yeah. And like it just gets down to that point where like you get rid of the creature comforts because like when I drive my truck, I'm like super comfortable. Everything works. The AC is there. The heater's there. Like the the yeah. heater in my car is the engine heat coming in through the dashboard. Like right. that's about it. Like I drove it. Like when we drove it up to um, San Francisco. Oh, Jesus. I don't even want to talk about that. That was <laughs> dude, dude, that was so. That was a fun trip, dude. That was those two chicks that walked into that thing. It was just, we it don't was talk about that anymore. <laughs> we don't talk about. We don't talk about what happens. <laughs> We're gonna admit that whole part of the story. Jamal and I, I am married, and Jamal might as well be. So we're just gonna. We're gonna, we're gonna it was a great it. night. It <laughs> sure was. What was that? What was that bar next to us? I think it was Knob Hill or something like that. Like, no, it's, it's too sweet, bro. <laughs> fucking that whole, that whole fucking that whole shit show was so funny. It was and the funniest thing to me about that is we were like we were on the five. We were like 150 miles out of LA or some shit, maybe max. And we're doing like 70 miles 20. an hour. No, this is before that. Remember? Oh, we were, okay. So we're cruising, and like my car was loud as fuck. His car was loud as fuck. We're on the five. We're like, there's got to be CHP here or whatever. So we're just cruising. This fucking mom flies by us at like 95 in her van with like seven kids in the car. And I called this phone. I was like, I'm just going to go for it, dude. <laughs> You're just going to fucking see what happened. And it took us like. What the fuck? Jamal, your audio is breaking up really bad. I have no idea what you're saying. Is it your headphones? I don't know what's going on. Anyway. Uh, did we lose him? Are we losing him? can hear me um, bark twice if you're in milwaukee <laughs> <laughs> is that a bark is that a bark yeah yeah i can hear you now yeah it was just that was yeah that was a, that was a fucking fun trip um that's like those kind of memories that kind of old scumbag shit when we were just young and didn't have any responsibilities i think the back to the upside down exhaust but <laughs> yeah. i just walked into your room i walked into your room at your old apartment with like a modite <laughs> in my hand and was just like Dude, you should turn that upside down and put it on your 240. You know, I remember it's just that, like, I remember oh that. man, <laughs> so stupid. So, I remember, I remember taking it to the muffler shop, and I was like, "Hey, I want you to mount this to my car." And he goes, and he he goes to mock it up, and Timmy, it's a turn down exhaust, right? Like, so it's supposed to hit the ground or whatever. And he's like, he starts mocking it up to like turn it down. I was like, no, 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 the other way. And he goes, "What?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I was like, I want you to do this with it." He's like, that's going to make it loud as fuck. I go, huh? 
<laughs> Dude, I remember fucking. Oh, what was it? I remember you just put your front brakes on that morning. Like you and Jamal finished the car, no sleep. You don't know. Like, you don't, e- bro. You don't even. That's not even. That's not even half of it, dog. I wasn't that. It was. I put on. You explained this on that episode like two episodes ago. Yeah, two ago. So anyway, it was. I did control arms. I did. I rebuilt my calipers and painted them. Like sandblasted them, cleaned them, painted them. All new control arms, reset my timing, all this shit, thrash it all night, and then, yeah, met up with you motherfuckers and then drove to San Francisco. It was and funny because it was a day before you called me and you're like, hey, bro, let's go to San Francisco for Wickfest. I was like, like, okay. I was like, cool. And then, yeah, oh, dude, Julio gets nailed by a rock out of my sunroof because he's hanging out of the sunroof down the freeway at 80. It just gets waxed by a rock from a big rig in front of me, dude. And they hit him right in the center in the forehead. I remember like, that. Dude, oh, fuck! God, we were fucking idiots, dude. God, that shit's so good. Good times, simpler times, man. You know, no fuel yeah. injection, none of that shit. Just stupid, yeah. fucking idiot shit. Anyway, man, I think that's a show, boys. That was like, yeah, that was like two hours. Yeah, almost. Love it, love it, love it. We'll call it. We'll call it a show. Zach, thank you for coming on, man. Uh, as always, you can check out Zach at Master Ugwe DC Two on Instagram. <laughs> Go, go check ridiculous. out. It's a fucking really sick car, and I highly it's just recommend. A Honda. It's just a yeah, it's just a Honda, fucking fifteen thousand dollar race engine, sequential transmission, link ECU, seven hundred horsepower. <laughs> but who's counting? Um, right, pish posh, little minor details. Um, like and subscribe, smash the notification buttons. Go get your merch at redmatchpodcast.com. We will be back in a couple weeks. It'll just be the boys that week. We'll be talking about some more fucking scumbag automotive shit. Do dumb shit with your friends with cars because the it's felonies great. will fall off your records, but the memories will never go away. You know? <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great point. <laughs> you can always get out of jail, baby. Uh, anyway, we'll take care, guys. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Thank you so much for hanging out. Bye. Bye. Bye.